Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the 12th Man Podcast. I am your host today, Alec, and with me, as always, is Harry. Yo! Okay, so this week we're talking Champions League, of course. Um, we're going to talk over Manchester City's ban as well as the game of West Ham last night. And then we'll obviously look a- ahead to some of the games this weekend as well, which there are some good games on this weekend. It could have not. some... Uh, could have some say on 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 the end of the season for sure, um, but we'll start with Spurs versus Leipzig last mm. night. Um, so One of the worst games of football I've watched in a long time. It was boring. It was it was boring. It was it wasn't the most entertaining. Well, it wasn't the most entertaining game by any stretch. But I felt like Spurs really the the standard the Champions League has set in the last few years in terms of entertainment. This was not anywhere near that standard yeah potentially not I mean but some of those big fixtures have come between potentially more I'm not going to say more exciting teams than Leipzig but definitely more exciting teams than mm. Spurs although Spurs were obviously involved in that Ajax game which yeah, was crazy it's current Spurs I think um, yeah. yeah it is current Spurs and they're normally the second leg yeah exactly exactly but but so it's it's 1-0 to Leipzig uh, going into the second leg. Uh, Timo won a penalty. Stonewall penalty. Yeah, no, no one, doubts no about one. it. Ben Davis ben knew. Davis, yeah, yeah rap, exactly. You know, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's nailed on. It's yeah, nailed exactly. On. It's nailed on. But interestingly enough, what I think about this game is that I pegged it to be quite an exciting game when I saw it. Mm. But I don't think um, at the time uh, that the fixtures came out that we were anticipating having... Harry Kane not in the game, yeah. Son, Son not in the game, and also Ukman Kano mm. and Willie Orban as well, and Ibrahim Akinote not in the game as well. So Leipzig's potential weakness for this game would have been that back line. Ethan Amp- Ampadu slotted in there, who hasn't played a lot of football but did play well, but their potential weakness would have been that back line, but Spurs didn't have enough to really penetrate no, it not, enough. No, not really. I mean, they had a few... Long balls over the top to Lucas and a few long balls over the top to when like when Lamella came on and uh He looked um, bright when he came on. Yeah, he did a little bit. He created a few chances. Lacelso looked amazing. He was, I thought Lacelso yeah, was, looked, I like Lacelso, him. I, I really I like, like I really like Lacelso. I think, he, I think he's he, he a really good. He looks like he's got player. a lot about his game, you know. Yeah, especially for the money they got him. Like you're gonna you're you're very unlikely to get a better Ericsson replacement for more for less money. And he's definitely you got know? like legs on Ericsson oh, yeah, as well, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, which yeah. which twenty four? He's You know, but I know um yeah, that don't say that. Um but Ericsson obviously kind of had a lot more energy about him, but playing under Poch for God knows how many seasons it was. How many seasons was it? Five or six seasons? I think he was at Spurs for six. Six and seasons. Poch for four. Because uh, Poch had four years, didn't he? Five? Maybe more. Around that. Anyway, around that, anyway around having that. a few seasons under Poch is going to run you into the ground. You know, yeah, They yeah. talk about how um, there's a little bit more mileage on all of those Spurs players, maybe apart from Son, just because he's absolutely rapid and yeah, just has bags of energy. Yeah, but Son's a freak. There's, um, there's a bit more mileage on some of those players now yeah. that Poch's been there because they play such an intense game of football. Um, disappointing game in terms of goals. Obviously, we want to see goals and uh, and whatnot. But as it as it got closer and closer, I didn't think it was always going to be that exciting because you remember, uh, you hear the press conferences of Jose like just before these big games and stuff, and you just remember that oh, Jose's just going to Jose this. And, well, you know, like... and and, he, and honestly, in some sense, I, I don't think he has a choice. I think when you've got your best striker and your best creator or your best forward, mm. your two best forwards, let's say that. When you've got them out, I don't think you have a choice. 
I think he had to play that way. Yeah, and he also had Suzuka um, out as well, which I think, like, while he did He's been really good since Jose came in. Exactly, really but it didn't, it didn't stick so quickly with yeah. him being there. They paid quite a lot of money for it, 30 million quid. And, yeah. you know, and he's not particularly particularly technically gifted, but he's, no. he's an absolute engine. He's a workhorse. He's a workhorse. He's sort of like a... He's a bit forward. like a linebacker, you know. He's just like, yeah. I, yeah don't, he could I, just... I don't think any of their deeper midfielders, with the exception of maybe Undombele when he starts playing properly, can drive the, full, the ball forward the way he does. The way he does potentially not know, but I do. I do think Winks has got the ability to get the ball forward. Yeah, but I still, I, I'm still just convinced that Winks is a complete liability. Like I don't know. I, yeah. yeah, in terms of Winks, I, <coughs> I don't see what people rate really highly about him. Like, yeah, he's a pretty, he's a pretty well, he's okay English. passer. He's English yeah, as well. he, he's a pretty okay passer. Yeah, he can find some space. Uh, he's he's an okay dribbler, but I, I I don't see what's that much better from Harry Winks from somebody like. Like I don't, I don't think Harry Winks is that much better than Davy Proper. At Brighton or playing in no, the or, no, team, or Noble no, and he's younger West Ham. and English. And... Yeah, certainly. But but when we're talking about young English central midfielders, for me, he's nowhere near in the conversation of the top five. Like when we're talking when we're talking about, like I still think Loftus Cheek looks better than he's not he's screwed fit. on to go to the Euros um, as well. No, no, not, not, not at all. I, I, I think I, also the the thing I'm I'm fairly convinced about with Winks is I think he's one of those players that when you play him you have to play free in midfield mm. you, you you can't you, I would not trust a, a midfield of Winks and Henderson Okay, yeah. if we're talking about England I, I, I feel like you have to play Winks, Henderson and Ali together or something or Winks, Henderson and Madison Okay so let's let's talk like about let's talk about Deli Ali then yeah. because he um, was quite Annoyed to get taken off, as you can see, which is what it's what you want to see from from players, especially being taken off like mid sixties, you know, whatever it, sixty to, odd minutes in. To, like to be fair, it's hard to tell if he was annoyed for being taken off or annoyed by the team's performance. Because he, he got taken okay. off at one, yeah, he played, he played absolutely okay, fine, and like, he got taken off at one nil. Yeah, so it's hard to tell if he was angry at himself or angry at the team, or or just or like you say, maybe angry at being two. taken off. Yeah, I feel like it, it's quite hard at this point to speculate. I maybe feel... he felt like he shouldn't have been the head to roll in this scenario. Maybe, but I will say Spurs were much better after he went off. There seemed to be some sort of tactical change. Like, uh, like um, they seem to they seem to get more of the ball towards the end of the game, and that might be just a change of approach when you go one nil down. But Ali Ali did seem to me to be the the best their best player on the pitch until. Uh, until Lo Celso really started showing up. Yeah, I think that Leipzig had a lot more of the ball before that point, which obviously kept the ball away from Deli Ali. Really, he didn't really see a crazy amount of the ball. But mm. after the goal, they got really compact at the back, and like yeah. for all of Spurs' possession and a few decent chances towards the end of the game, they didn't have a lot. In, there wasn't a no, lot no, they, they there, deserve you know. to lose that game one 0 But There's no doubt about that. They will feel. I'm not going to say confident about going to Leipzig and getting um, they know qualified. They, they know they have a shot. But yeah, exactly. They 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 know they've got a shot. But yeah. it's uh, it's not the worst position in the world to be in. No, is it? I don't think so. No, I mean, um, you'd obviously if it was the other way round, like we'll talk about Liverpool in a bit, like where you're losing one nil away, you'd, you'd be pretty happy with that generally. Yeah. Um, I somewhat feel for Jose a little bit, and I know a lot of people don't, but it is so hard when he comes to a new club and he loses his two best forwards within that would, the first That would few cripple months. most teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would I mean, I'm most at... teams. Giroud would get a game if um, if uh, Chelsea's two yeah, best yeah, forwards yeah. were crippled. Ab- ab- like, absolutely. You know, oh, the... absolutely. Like, um... Well, not the batch he's better, but yeah. he's higher on the pecking order anyway. He's definitely well, not better than Giroud. But... Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if Arteta showed up at Arsenal and Aubameyang, 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 was, Aubameyang was injured and... Um, 
I mean, he's been using Ozil a lot, so I guess he would be the best example. Like, uh, imagine if he had his his real assets injured. Um, and I actually think they've looked somewhat better under Mourinho other than this game. Um, not a lot better, not enough justifiably better to say that it, they're all there It's a yet. bit of a mess, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's still a bit of a mess. But, like... but it's always going to be. I think that was what he came in... I think he came in knowing that. I think he knew he needed some time to bet in the squad. The fact that they bought Gedson Fernandez or loaned Gedson Fernandez with an intention to buy in summer, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so, yeah. That shows that Mourinho clearly came in with ideas of what he wanted to do with the team, especially in midfield. He he clearly doesn't quite trust Ndombele yet. Mm. Um, but he seems to be sort of slowly building his team. I feel like he needs at least one fullback when it gets to next summer. I think he's got a lot of work to do. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I, I think it'll be hard, it'll be hard to tell at this point, exactly what that result means. Because um, it can... I imagine there are some Spurs fans that will be somewhat discouraged that they're losing to a Derby Leipzig at home sure. in the Champions League. So while that result is still very much... That tie is still very much uh, in play for, for both sides, mm. one that possibly isn't is Valencia and Atalanta. Mm. Um, so Atalanta, 4-1 victors. Yeah. And I... Fucking said that this was going to be the most exciting game of the of this batch of uh, fixtures, and I don't think yeah. um, you know, uh, I don't think that was a particularly um, profound statement to make. At- Atalanta are known for scoring a lot of goals. Valencia coming into the game not in the greatest form, um, and you know that this game, this is Atalanta's first game in the knockout stages Champions League, so it was mm. always going to be exciting for them, and they were class. They were yeah. so. I, I actually didn't watch this game, you know, I wish I did, because I've heard so much about Atalanta and I've looked at the table and stuff and they, they just seem like they play maniac football where all they go, yeah. all they do is go out and score. What they're doing there um, is, is crazy. So they have the, the 12th highest um, wage budget, uh, which isn't obviously everything to go off by any stretch, mm-hmm. but they've got the 12th highest wage budget in Serie A. Um, Who's the manager? Uh, a gentleman by the name of Gasparini. Gasparini. He's a bit of yeah. He's, he's been around for for a while. He's he's he's, yeah. he's not young by any stretch. He's been around for a while. I, granted, I I don't really know an awful lot about him before um, hearing about Atalanta a couple of seasons ago. I know that when he joined, they were fourteenth in the league. Okay. And then in his second season, they finished seventh or something. And then season after that, they finished fourth. And they're very fourth, much third now. Uh, they're they're, they're fourth still, yeah. but they're still they're very much. They just beat well, Roma the other day, which yeah. um, and it's more competitive now with Inter and Juve. Both yeah, yeah, top. and AC Latin, Milan yeah. are kind of like having a little bit of a resurgence with Ibra being back there, and they've got mm. a couple of signings there as well. But it was such an exciting game. They yeah. they they do. They it's exactly right. They play maniac football. Any team that goes up against them knows that they're going to be playing against a team that is going to try and score. As many Three as goals. they can. Yeah. It, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. They were disappointed last night. Imagine this, like, first game in the knockout stages of the Champions League and after the game they're disappointed because they didn't store, score yeah, enough goals. exactly. And they, they have a three-goal advantage to take into mm. that game. And there's no way they're not scoring at the Messiah. No, no way. Yeah. As, as the, difficult the, the, as a place the, that yeah. might be to go, especially on these European evenings. Valencia, two-time um, Champions League finalists, but... They, they, no they, they can let scoring. they can let them come at them as well. That's exactly four, when you're exactly. free when you're three nil up. Yes, they have an away goal. But, yeah, you know. but the, some of the some of the some of the talent in that team is 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 really really top class. But it's mixed in with a lot of players that you wouldn't necessarily consider to be at that kind of level. It's a perfect kind of blend. It's it's, it's the perfect um, example of 
a lot similar to Wolves and Sheffield United, which is um, the application of players rather than the gem- general ability of players, if you know what mm. I mean. It's to do with the formation and the setup and the tactics and a lot of the, the mood around the place, you know. But they're getting a lot out of players there. Um, I want them to go through just to see who they come up against. Oh, it would be fun. Ju- whoever, they're they're, they're a fun they, team. You'd rather they play. A fun Imagine team. something like I'd rather watch them than Valencia. Them against Borussia Dortmund, something like that, or them mm. against um, um, Real Madrid or something. Liverpool. Yeah, That'd be fun. Just, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could potentially be fun, but Liverpool just so solid at the back that, like, for the most part of. So it just kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to see some a threat like that neutralised so much. I want them to play against a team that are capable of conceding goals Yeah. to make a really exciting game. That's true. But yeah, a, a, a really good game. I actually watched that over... I had that on my big TV and I had the West Ham game on the, the laptop because <laughs> I knew that West Ham were going to lose against Man City. I can tell which one you enjoyed more. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, I'm so... I'm, I'm glad I I watched this game. This was yeah. the game that, like I said before, as soon as I saw these fixtures come out, that was the most exciting one for me. And loads of my friends taking the piss and like, yeah, obviously you think that one was the most exciting. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, fair enough. But I was right, motherfuckers. Yeah. So, <laughs> fuck it. Um, okay, so uh, that's Wednesday's game. So Tuesday we had... Uh, let's do Liverpool Atletico. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we've just spoken about an exciting game, so now we can talk about a boring game. Um, did you watch the the full game or? No, I saw I saw bits and pieces because I was um, I was at a poker tournament on the day actually. How and did p- that go? Uh, I actually came second and won fifty quid. Um, yeah, pretty happy with that. But um, yeah, some people were there with their laptops on, so I was sort of casually watching it. And to be honest, it looked like classic Atletico shithousery. Like a little like they just tried to make the game as dirty and uncomfortable as possible. Yeah, I mean, scrappy goal. Like I was sent a picture in one of my group chats showing um atletico's last nine or ten uh round of 16 games right and the figures show that no one in those i think only one team had scored two goals against them in that time right do you know what i mean yeah. like it, it's like you know it is it is over both legs um no, in one game. In, in one game, okay. Yeah. In well, one that's game, still, yeah. That's still impressive. Yeah. Um, that, it might have been at home. I think mm. it was probably at home, although they've moved stadiums um, yeah. to the Wanda Metropolitana. I think the stat might have been at home. Mm. Um, still very much, you know, everything to play for in it, but we kind of knew this was how this game was going to go in a way. It was never yeah. going to be high scoring, was it? I, th- I think, I think um, they will be nervous that it's not enough. And Liverpool will feel like they've got a chance. Like Klopp's already been talking up the like, Atletico aren't ready for the atmosphere at Anfield, and um, I feel like they they will probably sit there and and think that we, against probably the best team in the world at the moment, we needed to do more to get um, to really be considered to have a massive advantage. I think Liverpool will feel that even though they could have drawn or could have won the game. They'll, they'll feel pretty comfortable about getting two goals, I think, against Vertigo. Yeah, I think so too. Especially like with the way, as good as they are at defending, as good as they are at this, the the the, the threat for them on the counter-attack this season has been actually fairly minimal. The the wingers they've signed have really haven't performed. Jao Felix is playing deeper than I think he would have done, would have wanted. Um, like Lamar is not performing well at all. Yeah, and he's been um, being played up front on some games yeah, as well because yeah. they've had injuries. and Exactly. But, um, this, was, this was a kind of game where... The trouble was that the thing that both 
opposing teams are really good at doing was suppressed by the thing that the other two teams mm. the other team were really good at doing yeah. obviously Liverpool are great going forward and they're fantastic at the back you know they were trying out that a lot of offside trap stuff early on in the season and yeah. now I feel like they've kind of scrapped that a lot um, and they're really they've gone back to being crazy solid at the back now yeah. they let in a freak goal yesterday um, against Atletico but it was just one of those things where yeah the the best aspects of each other's games just balanced out the others yeah. and it's just you know it. I don't think it was ever going to be particularly exciting I think the next leg will be more exciting it'll have yeah. to be more I, exciting I think so you've got to you've got to expect Liverpool have are going to they're not, they're not going to really go for it until the second half if they're nil-nil. Because especially when there's, you know, I, I think the chances of Atletico, Atletico scoring an away goal are actually quite small. Yeah, um, I think so too. I think... Um, barring a wonder strike or a, or a freak goal. Like another freak goal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. I, 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 can, I can understand Klopp going with the... Um, sorry, put my wine down. Going with <laughs> the... Uh, um, mind game somewhat to say yeah they're not ready to come to Anfield but I don't think he's probably wrong in that to no, be honest they're not having a good season they're not playing no they're, well. they're not they're not they're, they're, um, they're outside are they outside of the top four are they La- last time I checked they were fourth behind Getafe okay so yeah Barca have got uh, a point ahead yeah, yeah. Barca are a point ahead um, but yeah they're not having a great season but I, I think Klopp's right I think Liverpool can feel confident about going through I think so for too. this, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it would be a shame for Liverpool to go out, but they've been, you know, at the hand of some very, very exciting European games down the years, mm. whether it's, you know, obviously going back to Istanbul or even the final uh, in 2007. They, they, they would certainly feel disappointed and feel like they weren't beaten by a team that's better than them. I think that is it. And I think it's about, you can, Liverpool are, at this point, um, I used to having teams sit sit in mm. against them and stuff like that. But perhaps in these games where you're going up against another, because they're a huge club, Atletico, mm. um, they they were knocking on the door for a while to win the Champions League, you know. Yeah, and yeah. then they won the Europa Two League. Finals a, yeah, a, and they in won a the, row, or was it within three or four years? I don't think it was in a row. I think I, I watched both of them. In a row, in yeah. a row, didn't they? Yeah. There was one where they lost like five one, even though they were like it was like one all till right at the end of the game, and Ramos did his thing. Yeah, and they yeah. won the Europa League as well. Right. Um, in in that time, um, so there's a couple of people um have been saying that they think Atletico are kind of stuck in this complex of not quite knowing whether they are a bit of the like. Robin Hood kind of mould of like taking down the you know the big boys or yeah. if they are one of the big boys it's really it's really difficult because they are also a team in transition like they lost Griezmann they bought Costa lost and, Felipe and Luis lost, lost Diego Luis. Godin yeah, Gabby yeah, yeah. They, they, they've had a lot of turnover and a lot of players Rodri not, as well. yeah a lot of players not quite playing the right to the and, and this, a lot of the signings they've made haven't quite clicked yet like Lamar's not been amazing uh, Jao Felix has not necessarily been playing exactly how we would have expected him to. For the money. Yeah, for the money. And yes, he's young. He's he'll probably grow into it. He'll he'll he has been playing at the very least. It's not like he's not been anywhere near the team or anything crazy like that. So I think I think um, I I, I would I would feel somewhat nervy if I was an Atletico fan about that one nil. And I would feel, I think mean, a lot of Liverpool fans will say we'll take one nil. It's 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 it could be a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah, 
It, w- it would have been nice to get on the score sheet away from home, though. Those away goals can be, yeah, they're can huge. be crazy. I hate that rule, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we spoke about that. We yeah. are going to speak about that. Um, yeah, we're going to we're going to do some point. Yeah, so it's worth mentioning. We we have plans for the podcast in which we're probably just going to, you know, we'll have podcasts basically just about topics. So we're going to do a VAR one. We'll do a like, what rule would you introduce to football? We're going to do like a, another squad builder kind of thing that like we did in our first. Form as well. Yeah, yeah, all kinds of just sort of random topics as opposed to sort of weekly roundups as well. So I feel um, feel that's worth mentioning that you can expect to see that. It would be nice to spare me from having to talk about West Ham, <laughs> which we have to do. Um, right now. Yeah, right now. We'll get it out of the way. Um, I, I, I watched half this game, and, yep. and, and the, the half it happened to be was because basically I was switching between this and the Champions League game. Okay. And yeah, basically, I was doing much, much the same as well. Yeah, and basically, I just happened to see Kevin De Bruyne <laughs> being the best footballer in the world. Yeah, I'm conv- I, like if he's player of the season. There's yeah. no he's doubt. He's always. In my I know. Mind. I know he's, he's he so is... good against everyone, but he's always so good against <sighs> West Ham. It's crazy. The, the way most I, players are though. To the, be fair, but... the way I put it to my friends when we were talking about it is, is I was in the season that they got 100 points. Mm. I was a staunch defender of the silver is better than De Bruyne narrative. At that point, I was yeah. like, I think Silver is still the better player mm. because I think he offers more of a unique quality than De Bruyne did. De Bruyne was just sort of a incredibly creative and useful, util- like beyond incredibly useful, I would say. He was obviously amazing. But this season, I haven't seen a central midfielder hit the level he's had in such a long time in the Premier League. I, I, yeah. I, I honestly can't remember the last time I... I would get out of my seat every time he got the ball. That that um that outside of the boot ping to mm. Gabby Jesus where he should mm. bury it. Well, I, I like when you can't. I can't even see that pass watching it on TV. Mm. I I he is an absolutely. I'm, I've been. I think he's player of the season by just an absolute mile. To right yeah, now. he's absolutely mustard. He's he's um he's well on track to smash the assists. Um, assist record it's 20 for the isn't season. it T- two yeah and he's got, got 20 and he's, and he's got, got like 17 or something yeah, I think. Oh, and, he, yeah, and he's got like 10 goals or something as well like uh, he's it's yeah. ridiculous yeah he's it class ridi- and he, he's the best central midfielder in the world at the moment there's almost no question about it in my opinion yeah. he's the best he's yeah. the best creative midfielder in the yeah, world yeah 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 every team in the world would take him ahead of everyone else they have yeah I would agree with that and and, and for me Yes, most teams in the world would take Van Dyke. Yes, most teams in the world would take Mane the way he's playing. Yes, a lot of teams in the world would take Jordan Henderson. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I know we, I, we, I'm not we, convinced we. about the Henderson as player of the season narrative yet. I think he's been good, but he's not been the highlight of their season, in my view. I think it's a, a there's a romantic aspect of that. Yeah, that I think so. And it cl- clouds the judgment because, yeah, like you said, Kevin De Bruyne. But some of these teams that you're speaking of. Like you know, saying that they would um, almost undoubtedly take De Bruyne over any of their midfielders might just have the chance if that's this, very true. This two-year ban yeah. goes through, which I personally, um, I, you know, this at this point it isn't really news to say, but Manchester City have obviously um, been banned from the Champions League for two seasons, thirty million euro fine as well mm-hmm. for breach of FFP, which essentially is brought on by them. Um, massaging, massaging the the, uh, the the budget and money coming from their owners instead of from sponsorship deals and etc. But and and there are very faint talks about further sanctions such as points deductions and yeah and th- th- those are yeah. more sceptical. I feel like those are much. Did less you see Jose Mourinho talking about 
um, he brought up that um, maybe for finishing second with Manchester United that year that he should win the title he should be, He should be gifted a league title. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think Jose was one for gifting trophies. Um, yeah, well, he's also said that we should wait and see. And and what's really interesting about the City thing is I, I, I'm i totally willing to be on the train that I totally believe that they deserve this and, and that there probably was some shady business going on. What I don't want to see is it reflected on the players and on the team because it's not really their responsibility and they were still an amazing team. And that's they why, really were an and, amazing team. And, and, and that's are, why are an amazing team. Yeah, let's and, be fair. Like, if there was a way to strip the title from the club and not the players, that would. That if they were going to do that, I would prefer they did that because I think it's so unfair to tell to tell all these players who wouldn't have had a fucking clue what was going on. I like to say, no, you don't deserve the title. That you were the best team in the world that I've ever seen. Yeah, that season. Um, I still think I. I'm I'm holding my reservations on this, but I still think they were a better team than Liverpool are now. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, like, I don't mean to. Yeah, I you know I don't mean to sound like a dickhead when I say it. What Liverpool are doing is amazing. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. But they're doing it in like a very consistent kind of way. Whereas yeah. Man City were obviously really consistent, but they were blowing teams away. Yeah, and, yeah. They were and winning eight two and Liverpool and been seven nil. Liverpool have been absolutely dominating their games mm. for the most part. Do you know what I mean? But a there's lot. been a there's been a few, some of them there's been, been a few like you know very I've, I've very dicey. I've seen ten or eleven games with Liverpool this season where I think do you know what I think they're lucky to win it. Yeah, like one of one of oh, them yeah. is one of them is against us. I've seen other ones against like Sheffield United. Yeah. there's been ra- loads of random little games where I feel like do you know what on another day this could be a draw, this could be a loss. And, yeah, and whereas I'm... City, there were so many. There, there were times when I watched us play City and I didn't understand how you beat them. Like there, there were times when I, I could see us not hold onto the ball for more than four seconds, not be press, able to string man. a pass, to, yeah, not be able to string a pass together, not be able to stop them walking it to the edge of your box, and then they've got De Bruyne, Aguero, Sterling, cut back, Mares at the, uh, although Mares wasn't there that season, but Sane was there that season. They, they <laughs> and he's class. That's fine, fully, you know, fully, um, fully fit. He's yeah, class. yeah, you know, like. That's what hold, That's what's really disappointing because obviously if they've been found to breach the rules they deserve a big fine and I'd rather they sent out a big punishment. So for me, banning from the Champions League if it's proven to be a seriously reprehensible way that they've done their budgeting and done their business then I, as far as I'm concerned I think that's a very good good standard to lay down out of the Champions League. That's quite a good standard. And I would agree. My worry is I think they should be banned 100 fucking percent if, if they are... If it's found to be true, if yes. Yeah, exactly. If and, it's and, found to be true, they, sh- they should be banned. And, I, and I'm and behind I, you about the biggest, you know, it's a uh, deterrent, isn't yeah. it? You know? so, sorry, I feel like it's worth saying. Just because, like, the reason we're saying if it's found to be true, because obviously they've been handed the ban now, but the, but a lot of They're the... They're going to appeal it. Yeah, well. a, a lot of the footballing world, especially within Man City, have said that the truth will come out. And that, that there's some sort of they're they're trying to uphold this image that they didn't do anything wrong. And even Joe, even um, Mourinho said, "Let's wait and see what happens with it." And so it's it will be really interesting to see what does happen because I mean the, I mean I imagine it's probably the case that they did do this stuff and they're just doing this to posture themselves in the media and maybe try and make a case for overthrowing the ban. But it it could be poss- conceivable that they maybe reduce it to a one season Champions League ban. Yeah, I, like I I I, th- I think that's quite likely if if we saw what happened with different different case um you know different um irregularities 
Um, but we saw what happened with Chelsea. Yeah, they, you got, know, they got back in the window. Yeah, and, and ultimately being told in November, oh, by the way, you can sign players in January. Yeah. Doesn't Didn't help, sign doesn't, anyone. <laughs> doesn't help you quite as much as it might Zierk, appear. Though. Yeah, Zierk. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In the yeah, it's heard people quoting the famous uh, February transfer. The February transfer, window. Window, but yeah. it makes sense, you know. These, 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 yeah, yeah. He will, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be great awesome. for them. He's what they it's need quite as well. Cheap but, as well. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. surprisingly yeah, cheap. I think, so 30, 38 I think he's probably only got a year left in his contract or something yeah, like that. There's no way he's going. But that he, he's a really like. I think he's. He makes a lot of sense for them now when they lose. Sorry, gone off track a bit. But like, it makes a lot of sense for them now when they're like Williams on his way out, Pedro's on his way out. um Pulisic isn't quite bedded in yet. Like a good, solid, middle-aged, yeah. mi- middle-aged in terms of football player. Okay, but all like, right. You know, he'll, but be, he'll be fine. Yeah, t- sorry about the city. No, but, yeah. but but this all, you know, this all li- links in because we're talking about Manchester City and obviously the the biggest potential um, positive things that come comes out of this other than people being held to account for breaking the rules, which mm. is what we all want to see. Um is the fifth place in the Premier League will get Champions yeah. League. I've, I, just before we move on to that, I will say if if the ban stays for next season and Pep and all of the players stay, do you think City are going to win every single game next yeah. season? I think genuinely think that they would go. Yeah. They would. They would get 125 points or whatever it would be if you yeah. won every game. No like, doubt. Because like, what else have you got? Yeah. What else have you got at that point? Like, like I, I feel like that would be incredible to watch. Or they'd melt down completely and fall apart, which would be equally as entertaining. Well, I think they're gonna, um, they're really gonna go balls to the walls in, in the Champions League this year. Yeah, I not think that so. they haven't yeah. been, you know, even under Mancini and Pellegrini, they were really trying. Yeah, yeah. But it's I don't gonna, know. It's, 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 it's fun. Like, as a Man City fan, you're gonna feel pretty heartbroken that you're not gonna see a team in the Champions League, or and there's the players. But at least to a neutral, it is gonna be. A, an extra narrative to enjoy next season and some sort of, there'll be it will add a caveat and to the, to the tail end of this and, season as well yeah like absolutely it, you know it's the, something to talk about which yeah I like, exactly you know. because it you know it's not been getting it's been getting very stale at the top with Liverpool obviously dominating oh, the God, league yeah, which is great whole, the title it's, race has been it is 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 non-existent nice to see in a, in a sense especially if you're not really particularly involved in it like we're not obviously West Ham yeah. Brighton it's it's not really our business what happens we're at in that. our own kind of race. yeah it's not really it's too important to us what happens the race away that, from 20th yeah <laughs> at that end of things but like I said before the fact mm. that 5th place could get Champions League this year has made me go oh yeah come on mm. then come on you know like you think like these teams that we're talking about being outside favourites for Champions League spaces i.e. Sheffield United, Everton as well, I'd put in the conversation. Really? And Wolves. Yeah, look at it. Look at it from here. So they're, Everton are ninth on 36. And Spurs... Fucking it, Spurs are now... Ancelotti's amazing. He's so amazing, you know, man. Spurs, How has he done that? They were fucking awful at the start of the season. Yeah. I didn't even really appreciate quite how close they were. I knew, they, I knew, I knew they'd flown up the table, but I thought they'd flown up the table like and were like joint with Burnley. Look at their form. Look at that um, form, it's great. I mean, I guess they are in some sense. But Yeah, they're definitely in it. They're definitely in it. 30, 36. You've got Spurs in fifth at, at 40 points. Yeah, but Sheffield United are going to drop three points at the weekend when we go... Against Brighton, yeah, them. we'll I'm actually, see. I'm actually going to Sheffield t- tomorrow. I'm, I'm travelling back home Fucking tomorrow long, to travel mate. up on Saturday. That is long. How are you driving up there? Uh, my dad is. So basically, but yeah, I, haven't, I haven't been to Sheffield before. Balmy so. atmosphere up there, but... May, as well. And they absolutely... Dicked us. They, mm. it, you know, you know that they win all their away games one nil. Mm. 
against us. Right. Like, like it, they're just the hardest working team in the mm. league. I've never seen a team work as hard as they do. Um, so, I mean, other than Man City and the, the very best teams. Mm. But, um, but yeah, we've got, we've got Wolves, United, Sheffield United, Everton, Spurs and Chelsea mm. all going for two spaces. Now, that is so exciting for me. That is so exciting. It's nice to have an actual race for it because you, you remember last year when there was the, the race for fourth and nobody wanted it. It's sort of been a little bit like that now. Like, what happens with the extra Europa League space? Do we get... Because... Would the Europa League space go down to seventh then, do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I don't see why not. Sheffield United are going to be in Europe next season. That's going to mm. be... If, if, if they stay there... Yeah, I mean they currently they're currently one point into a European position, mm. three points technically into European position. I would love so. for them to get that. Yeah, I, I would. I've, I would like everyone was saying last year Wolves are the best team that ever got promoted. It's Sheffield United now, as far as I'm concerned. Best team, like how have they done what they've done? Mm. It's doing as well. Doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like absolutely they're... remarkable. They've conceded. They've got the second best defense in the league, but in terms of just purely goals against, that's ridiculous. Mm. The fact that they've got a better goal, like a, a less goals conceded than Man United, who are considered to be what a very dogged counter-attacking team at the moment. It's just, okay, I, so I just let, think they're amazing. Let's go, let's go from the start of the season. You look at Sheffield United, for instance. I'm one of those people, because of my um, ignorance towards the championship, um, that pegged them to be a shoo-in to go down. I, 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 had, I had, I think, my start of the season prediction was Aston Villa, Norwich and Newcastle. That was my start of the season prediction. And I think I said, I can see a scenario where Sheffield United finished 17th. Um and now they're sixth. Yeah, like okay, th- so... that's the fact that even I tipped them to stay up, and and this is a shock to me that they've done what they've done. After twenty six right. games, they have thirty nine points. They're already which, safe. Which oh, and thirty <laughs> yeah. nine points is 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 been enough to keep you up for the last five, six, seven, yeah. how many seasons? There's, you know, nev- like... there's never, but it, I, I don't think no teams ever been relegated with forty points, have they? I would be so surprised. Yeah, forty points is a lot of points. It's damn lot of points. That's a lot of points. Yeah, it's more than a goal. More more than a point a game keeps yeah. you up. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. And okay, so you, if you say to Sheffield United now, thirteen games to go, you're safe. Mm. They would absolutely bite your hand off that. And now it's thirteen oh, games oh. to go, and you you you're you're in with a shout to get Champions League. But better yet, you're five <laughs> points above Arsenal and two points of Chelsea. It's wild. That's, that is completely mental. I, I'm gonna. I said it some before, and I'll say it again. Chris Wilder is manager of the season. I don't care if Liverpool draw one game and win every other game. I, I think Wilder is manager of the season. He's doing amazing things with what he's got there. It's fucking incredible what he's accomplished with literally a bunch of guys. Nobody in the league would trade any of their players for the Sheffield United players. I'm convinced of that. I don't think there's a single player that I would want out of their squad. They're literally players we rejected. Ollie Norwood is in their team, and he's been absolutely yeah, I know what you incredible. Mean. This goes. This goes back. To, is goes in their back team. To the application of the players, like I mentioned earlier, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Moussa is in there. Bournemouth didn't want him. Didn't even play him mm. mostly. Uh, obviously, they've got some loans like Henderson and things like that. But they're they're they are absolutely incredible. And that and now they signed Sander Burge, and they're they're trying to, which I think is an amazing signing. They're they're setting themselves up to be a really 
sort of frightening team in terms of what they can do to I don't the think, league. I don't, yeah, I don't think a lot of teams are going into a game against Sheffield United this season having seen what we've seen and feeling confident about coming out with three points. I bet know. no one has enjoyed playing them this no, season. No, I bet it's I horrible. bet if you asked every Premier League player... Uh, have, did you enjoy the Sheffield United game? Every single one of them would say I no. hated it. Yeah, we yeah. Watched, every single. We watched. Yeah. Uh, we watched the West Ham Sheffield United game, and it was mm. where we scored in the last minute. But it was the written off for handball. You remember? Oh yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Punishing. It, it, it hit his hand anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that that fucking sucked. Um, and they obviously came back against. Was it Bournemouth? Don't know. No, they they had a, they had a two one the other day where they came back from one nil down. They had a really um, good game against United early on in the season as well at home. Yeah. Um, they are just they are just remarkable in as far as I'm concerned. I think they're so incredible in the hunt for the for the Champions League, as we've said. That's fucking ridiculous. Sheffield United yeah. are in the Champions yeah. League race, like but, legitimately in the race. Yeah, very much so, especially with this fifth fifth place thing. But <sighs> this weekend you've got Chelsea versus Spurs, fourth versus fifth. Yeah. Um, forty points for Spurs in fourth and mm-hmm. fourth in fifth. Sorry, and forty one points for Chelsea in fourth. Um, how do you see this game going? It's the early kickoff. Anything can happen in the early kickoff. Who's at home? Um, it, Chelsea are at home. Chelsea are at home. I'll be in the car on the way to Sheffield when this is happening. Okay. Or maybe in the pub, depending on what time we get there. Chelsea um, haven't been great at home this season. They absolutely battered Mourinho, didn't they? Under, under, um, Scoreline-wise, no. Didn't lamp, uh, But they played... They won they Absolutely... Outplayed them. I, I genuinely this season, that is one of the most like um, dominating performances I've seen from a team in a I, game. I still think Chelsea have been somewhat unlucky in a lot of their games this season. So, with a with a with a with a quality quality striker, and we both two think all. two all two all. There's goals in it. Lucas Moura brace to be goals in it. And no, Lucas Moura brace. It, it, that's top, bold. Tottenham will have two shots on target, um, and Lampard's Chelsea will have. 25 shots yeah, yeah. And, and, and like four on target and Hugo Lloris will like save it with his dick or something again it's it's um, it's, it's tough for me to get excited about Spurs games just because like although it's, it, I find it tough to get excited about Jose Mourinho games against big teams because mm. his mandate always seems to be to not lose them I will say I was thinking about this the other day when I think back to the Real Madrid teams I still stand by that the most entertaining Real Madrid team of the last decade is, was Mourinho's Madrid of the last decade of of the 2010s okay right okay that that counter-attacking mm. uh Di Maria yeah uh, oh, Ronaldo, yeah. Modric, yeah. that that counter-attacking team. Like, well, even Essien was there at that time. That team was fucking so good to watch. So why aren't Spurs great to watch? Because they don't have Karim Benzema. No, yeah, maybe. I mean, their, game, they their games, their games yeah. are entertaining. Yeah, like a lot of the time, especially it seems to be when they're playing against. I'm fascinated teams, at what but... they're going to be next season, Spurs. I'm re- genuinely they're like the team I'm most excited to see next season because uh, because either it's a catastrophic meltdown, Mourinho style as the last few years, and everyone goes mental about it. and It's like Mourinho's past it, or I genuinely think they're going to be brilliant. I mean, there's a chance that they could be really, 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 really good. I think a lot of people said that when Jose came in, okay, well they'll win a cup next year. Yeah, you know, so whether that's the FA Cup or the Lee Carpo. It was this year at the time, yeah. Who knows? But I don't see either Chelsea or Spurs going into this game thinking this is a must win. 
It's a, it's a not it's a must not lose. Must not lose exactly yeah. exactly which quite a lot of the time doesn't lead to the most exciting games. Chelsea will I think Chelsea will try harder to win the game in terms of yeah. playing the way they play. I think Jose will Jose it. Yeah exactly. He'll shit house his way to a one 0 win if he does win. But as we said before, doesn't really have a lot of uh, when we're talking about uh, Spurs in the Leipzig game this week. Doesn't really have any other option. Is Tammy still out? Um, I'm not sure if he's confirmed or not to play god that's a really hard game to call mm. I, I think I think Kante went off in you know well, I'm going to be he? really fucking boring nil 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 draw I said two all but I'm going to say nil nil we never worked out our points who won by the way I lost the list but it's obviously recorded so I'll have to work that one out oh yeah we record yeah. this yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah so I, 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 yeah, I think a nil nil is quite likely a little boring Jose draw, which like. is a shame because yeah. it's the only, um, it's the only BT's the only streaming service I have good streams for. I so I'm going to end up watching a boring game, aren't I? Could end up being like six three to Chelsea. That'd be fun. You never see games like that anymore. Nah, nah, nah. The, the, the yeah, they, they don't happen that often these days. It's normally like the teams that score a lot of goals just tend to win nine nil, like Leicester did, or City winning eight two against. Anybody or seven nil against Watford. You don't tend to see a really. What was the last massive high-scoring game where both teams scored more than three goals? Yeah, there was a really, really exciting uh, London derby quite a few years ago. Um, I think it was when David Bentley scored that halfway liner. Remember that? I I always remember the what was it the eight four Reading Arsenal seven four seven four. And I want to say Reading Pompey, but. There was a Reading. There was a Reading Arsenal game mm. where Shamak scored like <laughs> a brace. Yeah, it was that long ago. Holy shit. Um, and there was also the, the <coughs> one I always remember was like <coughs> rest in Sorry. peace. Rest in peace, Czech Tiote. The four four four. Yeah. Tiote. Yeah. What's crazy about that game is when you look back at it, he actually they actually did the comeback like mm. with with time to spare. Mm. It wasn't like it was a last minute winner. It was like they just came out and fucking blitzed the second half. That like, hard like, Newcastle. Wasn't that it? was part. Yeah, but he he didn't. He wasn't there. As no. far as I'm concerned, he 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 was he wasn't involved. It was <laughs> it was Czech Tiote and Kiel. What, what was his name? Colacini. Fabrizio Colacini. Yeah, man. The, yeah, I bumped into him in the Barcelona airport. Hard guy to miss. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Even I think I was maybe twelve or thirteen at the time, but obviously mm. he's that iconic looking guy. Like, it's hard to miss the hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, proper big, big old perm. Big, big barnet. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so this weekend is also Newcastle Crystal Palace, which the best of the worst. Yeah, exactly. And and it doesn't sound like the most exciting game, and I. Don't think it will be the most exciting game, but it's arguably the only other game other than the Spurs game um, where two teams quite close to each other in the table are playing each other this weekend. Um, a lot of the other ones are a bit more spaced out and I think there'll be some good games on. But uh, I, I don't want Newcastle to win a football match ever again. <laughs> It's not, it's not, yeah, Christ, you hate Newcastle. No, 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 it's become, it's become basically like a meme at this point that I really hate Newcastle. Do you know what, I watched them the other day in the, in the Arsenal game and I, and I, 
I understand to some degree why they keep managing it's, to get it results. It is boring, but also it, but... they should get dicked every single week. Like I'm not gonna lie, they they are no they are they're at the bottom for everything. But I, I, I just I don't see how they've got as lucky as they've got this season. But I really don't see it. Them Palace and, is shit as well. well. I was about to say them and Palace are both in you know fewest relegation goals. form. It's Ooh. relegation form. You know, Palace are. Um, six points clear of West Ham um, and of Watford sitting respectively in 18th and 19th um, West Ham could go down man yeah That's oh yeah really I had this conversation yeah. with my, one of my good friends the other day and uh, yeah he was he was a Southampton are going down fan for a long time he's a Southampton fan um, and he, he believed they were going down for a long time yeah I and thought obviously they've come down. down as well but Fuck me, man! Yeah, you guys are I know, a bro. Really I know, and like time. for for like, the, there's lots of things that have sort of been going through in my mind about it. Like, you know, trying to go through the motions of like trying to process like how I feel about it. And obviously, watching my team get relegated will be fucking awful. But a part of me thinks we need to rebuild. But another part do you think of me you deserve it to go down. Mm. Yeah, fuck yeah. You we think, are. You think? Do you think you've been worse than Villa? I think that we in this season are the even looking at City's form to their standard and Arsenal's form to their we'll say Arsenal do have a standard but you know are are you going with most disappointing team award yeah oh literally by a country mile I I would like I would like literally hand you that award I didn't even need to dress it up no 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 no, no. it's it's nailed on as far as I'm concerned and and the worst bit is is um the Moyes bounce has not worked. It lasted a game. It lasted a game. We, we, and and, and even he came out and said it was probably a generous scoreline. Like, oh, oh man. I, I, I hope you don't go down. Thank you. Only if we stay up. Yeah, yeah. If, if we finish yeah. 17th and you finish 18th, yeah. I will I will be dancing through the streets of Brian. Yeah. Like... Yeah, in, in absolute awe, yeah. and I won't and, be and I won't be going into the streets of Brighton because I'll just be staying in my room. No, until we come I, back up again. I don't want you to go down because I hate the idea that Sebastian Heller is just going to fuck <laughs> off back to Germany again, and Felipe Anderson's going to be like, "Nah, screw this, I'm going to play back, go back to." Lats- imagine if we imagine if we somehow managed to. Um, convince them to stay like Juventus what if you've got Anderson and Haller in the championship exactly it's not going to happen but I'm just thinking like Juventus like Calciopoli kind of vibes like Buffon stayed yeah you get get to like the end of the season it's like oh Felipe Anderson ended with 45 assists it's like oh Sebastian Haller scored 27 goals and and got 30 assists yeah I know but it's not going to happen so I, I, I worry about it I think that we are the least equipped to go down as well out of all of the teams well, I think Watford are surprising me you think they'll find it uh, tough so I to... suppose I don't know who they would lose they'd probably lose Capoue they'd probably lose Decore Delefeu yeah he'd fuck off but he'd, 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 he'd go back to La Liga or something he would, he'd, he'd go cry off somewhere I'd he, be surprised always... if a Premier League team paid the figure that I think Watford would want for him yeah probably um, but he'd he'd kick up a fuss though, wouldn't he? he yeah, wouldn't, he wouldn't want to play in the championship. Yeah. and get kicked by. Carson As we mentioned the other week, win. Norwich will lose a few of their players. Villa would lose a few of their players. I think Bournemouth could be okay if they went down. I think they'd lose a couple of their players, but somebody buy Callum Wilson. Yeah, Callum Wilson, Ake, Fraser, and Ake. Fraser. I think Fraser's out of contract. Fraser might season. stay. Fraser might stay. 
Yeah, potentially, Maybe. but um, yeah, when we're, we're not we're not equipped to go down um, at all. I think, I think we'd keep most of our players, but I I'm still I still believe we should stay up. I don't think we've been the I don't think we've been in the bottom three this season, as far as I'm concerned. And that's where that's why, as disappointed as I am with the West Ham situation, and Christ alive, like I'm so disappointed, and it's like it's. It's genuinely an an upsetting thing, you know. Like, oh, you, God. you know, obviously, like I don't think that needs um, any more explaining to football fans your, and, your and whatnot. Your fixture list is vile, yeah, but as we well. we like I'm I'm am just at a place now where I've I'm not saying I've accepted that we're going down down, mm. but I just I'm confident that we are going to go down. You're, yeah, you were saying before the podcast start that you're odds on now. Odds on now, yeah. Five to four for most oh um, bookmakers. You've got to admit, as a neutral, it'll be a hell of a story. The 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 £40 million pound Sebastian And do you know Heller, what? I really feel like people would, people would like do you know turn up and realise all of the stuff that West Ham fans have been banging on about for years is fucking right. Yeah, yeah. It's right that we are run and, like an and, absolute shit show. And the people who already knew that, I feel really bad, again, to saying this, um, we they would laugh. They would they would find some sick enjoyment out of watching you guys go down. Yeah, of course. And, and, that, yeah. and that's a horrible circumstance to go through. I think the same would be true of us. I think if we went down, people would look at us and point at us and laugh at the fact that we sat Chris Hutton and were too ambitious or some bollocks like that. Even yeah, okay. Even though that is objectively the the right decision, yeah. in my view. Which is, I think, why... As a Brighton you're... fan, as much as I love Chris Hutton to the bottom of my heart, that was the right decision, um, as far as I'm concerned. And... I still believe that we are not the bottom three teams in the division. I think, I honestly, I think we are better than Newcastle and Palace. I don't think we're better than Southampton. I don't think we're better than Burnley. So I think we probably deserve to finish 14th, um, maybe 13th. But we haven't had the points we get this season and we should continue to work hard and get the points. But you guys have been really bad. Yeah, we've been shite. We've been proper shit it's it's horrible to watch no it, it really is and, and it's it's especially horrible to watch when you know the talent that's there and what you could be and if you like if you'd got Ancelotti I totally back you to be where Burnley are now people are talking people were talking about us to be like in the argument top for like 10, yeah. best of the rest like oh, kind yeah. of like us yeah you were in us, my top S, half. us Easy. Everton Wolves like you know you know kind of in that best of the rest mode which I think where a lot of West Ham fans certainly and a lot of people outside of the club I think um, where they think West Ham should be but I'm, I, I know I predicted you to finish in the, I think I predicted for you to finish above Everton which is which is like in, in a weird sense just where I always want to be yeah I just always want to yeah, finish yeah, above yeah, Everton yeah because you, you, yeah, you know yeah, that, that's your yeah that's the best sort of, of the, that where, is the that's best where the we're rest. at do you know what I mean that's sort yeah. of like where we're at or should be at like you know just but they haven't lost in five games can we just finish eighth just games. one year just finish eighth and have a nice cup run get to the quarters or something I, I, I'm going to throw a really rogue shout out there if Brighton stay up mm. this season we're going to finish in the top half next season I think that's plausible I think that's very plausible. I think most because, people won't believe because that. Because if if it's if you stay if you stay up, you're then on to year two. Yeah, and and we've of got the project. Yeah, you know? and we've and got it is Ben a project. White coming back. We've, we'll, we'll offload some of the players we don't that need. McAllister, um, Alexis McAllister, well, yeah. who is at, we've actually got him back in the January, so oh, he, he's going to play between now and the end of the season. Oh, nice. Supposedly. Okay, that'd be cool. He, to might, see him. He, he might even get some minutes against Sheffield. 
Cool to see um, him play. I've not it, really seen too he, much of him, but I hear good things. He is getting hyped up beyond mm. belief. I've never seen the the Brighton press hyping up a player the way they've been hyping up McAllister. Like they're talking about him going to Argentina training with Messi. Mm. Like that like <laughs> it's crazy. I I'm so excited to see how he does. Obviously, only on the condition that we stay up will I be excited. I, I'm more nervous than I wanted to be at this point in the season. But man. It's going to be exciting. It it's is going to be exciting. And, and it was probably always going to go this way when I brought up talking about relegation that we were going to end up like... Talking about us. <laughs> venting our feelings and emotions about about our clubs because, you know, we, we are very much still in the mix. I've been holding that in for a yeah. while, to be fair. I yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I'm, exactly. Whether or not that makes it onto the <laughs> cast, I'm quite happy to release some of that. Yeah, um, it, it, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I said, this is what happens when our teams don't win and we don't record. We end up having to fucking vent about it. So yeah. I, I apologise um, for that. I know there's a couple of West Ham fans probably listening to this and um, probably ag- agree with a lot of stuff I say because it's not really... To another way of thinking hard, about it, that we have, yeah, that we with. have, we have absolutely been shit. Um, but for those of you who aren't uh, West Ham or Brighton, um, hope that you have enjoyed us talking about Atalanta for a couple of minutes and yeah, Leipzig and Man City, and, and Man and City and for and a couple of minutes. And yeah, we, we spoke about the best team, the pre- one of the best teams the Premier League's ever seen for about four and a half minutes and spoke about West Ham and Brighton for about half an hour. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's, but it's, you know, it's it down the bottom, down the bottom is it's quite a lot more, them. it's a lot more interesting as well, damn, isn't it? Damn right it is. Yeah, um, damn right. And whether um, everybody out there thinks that or not um, is... Uh, is you know that's up up to people to decide, but it's been so tight, um, so tight down the bottom, fucking, really like you know screwed on that Liverpool are gonna win it for ages, and I you know it's been so stressful. It has been stressful. Um, football should football should not be this unenjoyable. No, it really like, it, like it's uh, the amount of money we pay to go be disappointed is outrageous. Yeah, like, well, like my dad spends four thousands of pounds a year on season tickets and away tickets and and. I don't know. It's just such a strange thing. I feel like there's barely any other form of entertainment in the world where you can pay to be disappointed in the way that football. And is, not only is. pay to be disappointed, but pay safe in the knowledge that the likelihood, likelihood of dis- that you will be disappointed, Espe- especially if you are Brighton Hove Albion, where you're you're expecting to lose two thirds <laughs> of your games in miserable fashion. Um, but that's one of the reasons why I think we deserve to stay up is because a lot of the games this season have been very entertaining, regardless of whether or not we've been play- whether yeah. or not we've got the result. We've played well in a lot of them. Yeah, well, but yeah. There we, are. Um, okay, we should finish this up. But yeah, again, um, thank you for listening. I mean, as as I've said, if you're not West Ham and Brighton fans, I can imagine <laughs> that that last twenty minutes, half an hour, might not have been that entertaining for you, but. Believe me when I say that it was very much needed for both of us. It was a release. Absolutely. And, um, I feel a little bit better. I don't. I, no? <laughs> no? No, not really. I don't either. I was, no, just trying really. to, I, was just, <laughs> I was just trying to mask it there. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening, guys. As, as, uh, as Harry mentioned before, um, next week we'll be recording some uh, little specials, little features that we'll put out um, over the next few weeks. Um, and hopefully come back with the next round of Champions League games next week as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Harry, thank you very, very much for joining me. You're welcome. Right, we'll see you soon, guys. Thank you. Nice one. Thank you very much.